It has been a very long break, and I'm really excited to get back to it. I'd like to introduce my guest today, New York Patriot. How are you? Good. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me on. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on. So we can go with New York Patriot. What would you like me to call you on the show? You can call me that. New York Patriot is fine. All right, cool. So I'm really excited to talk to you. Uh, we've recently connected via the internet. Yes. and. I was really excited about some things that you're saying and they might have some blowback. So we'll get into that for sure. But um, first, can you just tell us about you and just who you are as a person, maybe a little bit about your podcast? Yeah, um, I would say probably uh, I think it was like around um, during the time of COVID and everything going on with uh, George Floyd. Um, I happened, you know, I decided to I came up with the idea to start to start a podcast and try to put some of my experience out as being, uh, I guess, an ex-member of a secret society. I used to be in the Ordo Templi Orientis, and uh, that's be, you know, it's a it's a society uh, that kind of starts off with magic right away. Um, it's not like Freemasons where that might be something that you'll get into uh, higher up. It's something you, you're joining the OTO because you want to get into magic, you know. Um, so I had experience in that for years and. Um, I was kind of, I guess, stopped drinking the Kool-Aid first off that the OTO was giving me and realized maybe it wasn't the place for me to begin with. And then happened to notice uh, once I stopped, I guess, studying magic so much and kind of went back to being into conspiracies like I used to be or paying attention to the world around me. For years when I was practicing magic, I really wasn't um, you know, into stuff that I used to be. I wasn't, like, checking up on news, really, the conspiracies. I kind of was out of that and just focused on being a magician. But once I had started seeing what was going on around me, I was like, yo, this stuff is, like, so blatant now. I think, like, psychological magic and psyops going on. I was like, this is horrible. And, you know, I was upset with, I guess, the OTO in itself because it's not, I don't agree with it anymore and just certain things that... uh I came to believe, I guess, through my own experiences, it's just not a place for me. So I kind of came out and started my own podcast to, uh, I guess, expose, like, secret societies, how they work, and how, like, psychological magic's being used against the population, in my opinion. Holy shit, that's awesome. I had no yeah, idea you, you were involved in that. So, like, what originally got you involved in that? What was, like, the enticing thing? Uh, I mean, as a kid growing up... Um, it's just funny, I, I grew up as, like, a Christian, but I guess my family was still very open to, like, um, you know, aliens and, like, ghosts. Like, they had still believed, like, my mom had believed the house was haunted, which I, I don't doubt. Uh, there was some weird stuff that would happen there. And, like, you know, they were open to, uh, you know, life from somewhere else besides here, you know, on Earth. So, as a kid, um, even though I may have still believed in God and was very much into Jesus and, you know, a religion, I was still open to things and... I'd always thought that there was a world out there that we just don't know about or we can't see or we just don't understand. Even like as a kid, I, I still thought this. And uh, eventually as I got older, I just, uh, well, for one, I could say 9-11, I didn't believe. I thought that was like a bunch of bullshit. So that kind of really opened my mind, I think, in, into going down uh, the rabbit hole with like conspiracy theories with government, government and stuff. But I had always been big into um, paranormal and alien stuff. 
And eventually I just started getting more into conspiracies and, and had gone down, I guess, the rabbit hole of secret societies and magic and occultism. And I quickly believed that that, uh, you know, has an influence. You know, I started getting into that stuff and, and believed it, you know, and I was like, if this stuff is really an influence, if they really have like a hand in controlling the world and things that are going on, and if magic is real, uh, maybe I should learn it so I know how to keep myself out of the matrix in a way. As, as silly as that sounds, that really was the main reason I, I had gotten into it. It was never to, uh, to do anything harmful to anybody, uh, and if anything, to better myself. Because if, if you really do practice magic the way you should, you know, the way it's suggested, you would have to do uh, a lot of work on who you are also. And I believe you could become a much better person. Interesting. So you started to see that this was kind of, was there like a nefarious element to it? I don't want to like, oh, oh, no, no, all the talking about this, but I'm yeah. totally fascinated. <laughs> no, no, it's all right. uh, you know, I, I had went there. Um, first off, I'll say like, I was never um, comfortable. I can't say I was 100% always comfortable there. Uh, could it have been like just my own insecurities, uh, the people there, um, the clicks? You know, it could have been a whole lot of things, but I never once 100% felt like I was part of it and uh, like family or, uh, you know, really like the other cliques there. I really didn't fit in as much. Um, there was a very uh, kind of, I guess, edgy and dark element to it. Um, I will admit I was actually never a huge fan of Aleister Crowley to begin with, which the OTO um, originally started as a Freemason offshoot, but then Aleister Crowley took it over. And uh, turned it into something a little bit different. I never was a huge fan of him as a person. I thought he was a gen degenerate and a piece of shit. But as an occult, uh, he was a genius, you know, with occultism, I think, in magic. So I, I had wanted to practice something, uh, something that I thought was regimented. So when I started looking into joining something, there was just an OTO close to me. So I had went there. But I can say I was never a full devout uh, Crowleyan or uh, never fully bought into the whole OTO idea, I guess. Uh, like there, you can get baptized and you can do communion. Um, I did that stuff, but never really, you know, the stuff that I was saying okay to. I mean, I never really took it as serious as other people there would. So I guess uh, for me, when I wanted to leave, it wasn't that uh, emotional for me, but... Um, it was really somewhere I wanted to go where I know I could talk to people that were practicing also. And there was like a suggested steps, I guess, to get results, you know, so th you that's still have contact with people, you know, what um, were involved. There is one person that I do still talk to every once in a while. Another one that kind of uh, maybe two people really, you know, and, and it's not like yeah. how it used to be. Uh, you know, and, and one of the problems why I ended up leaving, you know, I was getting into that. Uh, one, I was saying that I was never really that serious with it, so it wasn't that hard for me to, like, leave. It wasn't, like, heartbreaking. Um, they had a very, uh, I'm trying to think of how to say this, a very leftist ideology, I guess, kind of mindset there, um, which, in my opinion, is very much the opposite of Thelema and the opposite of how you would probably have any really uh, magical experiences. I mean, that's just my opinion and my experience. Uh, I feel a lot of the stuff that they kind of, not uh, they accept, uh, maybe even 
agree with and uh, maybe push and influence and like, you know, people that have weird sexual ideologies or very liberal ideas also seem to like kind of move up and be involved with more stuff inside the lodge, uh, the masses, the uh, rituals, classes. It seems like all of those people tend to become the cool kids and kind of like, uh, you know, run the stuff there. And uh, that that was never me. I was always kind of near them down the middle or more of, you know, leaning to the right a little bit more. So I never felt comfortable like I fit in like even like that, like socially with the people there. Um, but then I like I just started realizing like it just never made sense why would you want that mindset when it goes against the whole idea of Thelema, um, the whole idea of like magic? You can't, in my opinion, you, you can't be stuck to all these labels and all these ideas and fully stuck in this world, I think, to be order in order to leave it to practice real magic. So I had always thought it just made no sense. Um, you know, and I always thought that was questionable. As I started moving up, there were certain things that you'll like a certain degree, when you take a certain degree in the OTO, they will tell you some other things that requirements that will be needed in order for you to move up into the higher ones. And uh, at that initiation, when I had finished it and they read that stuff off, I knew for a fact I was never going any higher uh, than, a, than another degree or two anyway because of the things that they expect from you. Um, when you go to your seventh or eighth, they expect you to sign over all your property. So in my opinion, that's a cult now. It's not really a secret society at that point. It's a cult. <laughs> um, uh, there was, I know for women, I have not seen it done on men. Uh, any female that I know that has taken the fifth degree all has had, uh, after the degree, they will have like a carved or burnt looking um, Rosicrucian cross in the middle of their chest. Uh, I don't mm. agree with that either. I don't know if the men have to do it, but I still, you know, still wouldn't even do it anyway. But I started noticing, um, you know, and in the first degree, they expect you to get naked, too. So now I'm just telling you, like, it just seems like there's more and more things as you're going up to where it's like, is this just mental manipulation to see if we can keep making this person do more and more stupid shit that you may never have agreed to <laughs> five years ago because we've got you, you know, wrapped around our fingers now mentally. And uh, looking at that and then looking how they push a lot of the mindset that, in my opinion, stops you from actually doing any real magic started to make me think that just like in the rest of the world, how there's like a 1% and there's this pyramid, it's the same thing within the order, I think. I think at the top, there was just, you know, very few actually know of real magic and knowledge, and they just kind of uh, manipulate people underneath them uh, for their agenda. Yeah, so that was one of the major reasons. That's why fascinating. Yeah. yeah, I'm really interested to like look more into this stuff. Um, for anyone that hears, I've talked about cults. I've been a part of not quite as intense, but different degrees of cults before I was 25. And for people who don't understand like how we get involved in these things, like you just described, it's like a slowly seeing what people can do. It reminds me a lot of what we've watched over the last year and a half. Like it's a perfect example of, Oh, it's just this one little thing. And they never intended it to be that one little thing. It's just a mask. It's just two weeks. It's just this, it's just that. And like all the people who are like, you know, Oh my God, we're going to have vaccine passports and force force vaccination someday. Everyone's like, that's crazy. And here we are. So it's, it's not, 
dissimilar. And I hope that everyone listening can understand the correlation between cults. Like we're kind of in a big cult right now. Yeah, no, country, you're right. Where you're a lot right. of a lot of people are not even aware of the fact that they are buying into something that is meant to control them. And like you said, test to see, like, what are they going to put up with? What are they willing to put up with yeah, next? You I know, totally agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that- no, it's crazy. So coming out of that experience, you said was right around the time of George Floyd, right? Well, yeah. Well, now I would say probably the last year, year and a half of going there. I was at that point only going to the OTO just to see a couple of friends and maybe get involved in. Uh, some things like I, I liked doing some of the masses and maybe some of the, the rituals there just to practice and, and work with other people. Uh, but for like the last year and a half, I was kind of like halfway out already. I was only maybe going once a month. I really wasn't, you know, all excited to go. Um, COVID hit. They closed down right away and then told us they were going with the CDC guidelines, which I was like, you know, you guys are supposed to be these gangster magicians. And now you're just fucking folding right away. Like, come on, you know. <laughs> Uh, you know, and the funny the thing is, is that they still didn't open up until the CDC said could this said they could. Like the Catholic Church and Christians, Jesus had more balls in the OTO and opened his doors back up. You know what I'm saying? You guys are supposed to be some you know edgy gangsters, you know. But so like I didn't get that. But then they started going to Zoom meetings, and uh, one of them was because of the George Floyd situation, and. I was like, yo, why are we having, they sent out an email. It was basically like if we needed to talk about what happened and basically some like processing kumbaya bullshit about like what's going on. And I'm like, why is a secret society that's supposed to be filled with magicians, that's supposed to be doing work on themselves and supposed to be a balanced person needs to, unless you were a family member or that was like somebody that was your friend, and I, I hate to say it, but, like, what happened to George Floyd didn't affect my life, literally. You know what I'm saying? That's the whole thing beside behind even Thelema. Do what that will should be the whole of the law. Love is the law. Love under will. What was done to him probably didn't affect my will. It's not stopping me from being the person and doing what I want to do. It shouldn't have me that triggered that I need to come and have some group therapy with the, the OTO Lodge. And I thought yeah. that was silly. So, But I was like, whatever, I'll go in. I'll listen to it. One of the people that was a little higher up started pushing and uh, promoting Antifa and then Mm. BLM. And then I said, at this point, I said, well, I've always believed there was some kind of leftist ideology here. You've just made it quite obvious. And I was done since then. Never went back. Never went to another meeting. Okay. So you have a Punisher. In your profile picture. Yes. So when did, I assume that that means that at some point you started paying attention to Q. And this is kind of what yeah. I wanted to talk about as far as your recent posts. But did you, uh, what got you paying attention to that? Uh, I mean, I would say probably like around, I had heard about Q for, for a little bit before I got big into it. Um. No, and it was probably because of people that I might have followed on YouTube. I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't big into conspiracy stuff for a while. I would still look at it here and there, in you know, few and far between when I was, like, really practicing magic. Um, I think I had followed Kerry Cassidy, who was from Project Camelot, which was, like, somebody that I listened to years ago. I think she hadn't mentioned Q. I had heard it from who I think is a total shill, in my opinion, now, David Wilcock. I've heard it come out of his mouth a few years ago. Um, so I had heard about it, looked into some stuff very vaguely. 
Um, once I had gotten out of the OTO, I started looking into it more. And I do believe there was a lot of truth there, in my opinion. I do think that it does. It is showing you a lot of the horrors of man and the horrors of the real world and what's really going on. I do believe it shines a light on that. Um, so I had uh, definitely was definitely attracted to it, especially because of the occult side that it was uh, kind of exposing, you know? I figured it was, to me, it mm -hmm. was exposing occultism, very, you know, very well, more than, you know, more than it has been, or it just got popular through Q. And uh, pedophilia, which I thought was always an issue, too. I mean, I go back to 2012, hate to say it, but, like, you know, David Icke was talking about the same shit Q was saying now. You know what I'm saying? They just... Q just got more popular, I guess, because David Icke talked about reptilians. The people don't want to hear that sometimes. But David Icke talked about the same fucking crap, really. He just pointed the, pick, the finger at different people. He just didn't say, you know, the same people that Q was. But, um, yeah, I, I got into that and was still kind of um, on the fence with it by the time I had started my show, though. I had started realizing, uh, you know, I was I thought it was so obvious from the left when I started my podcast that they were using psychological magic. Um, I never really looked much at the right because the left, to my opinion, was so glaring. You know, I was like, oh, shit, Q must be right because I'm looking at stuff and I'm like, yeah, as an <laughs> occultist and as a magician, I can say, yeah, a lot of this shit does make sense or seems like it could be on the right path. And just other things that even people don't even pick out that I might see or a phrase that might have been, been said or, you know, a, a, something wrong with Joe Biden's face might make me think something occult. Uh, I had by far thought that the left was quite obvious that they were using that shit to win the election and, and just take over, um, in my opinion, the United States. Uh, but then eventually, I will say at some point, I, uh, my opinion on QAnon did change. And, and that honestly, okay. because of that, I do wish at times that I could change my logo and my name. But the whole thing is I don't want to have to try to get people to refollow a whole different show now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. No, and well, yeah, and some of the principles I'm sure you're still behind. It's just the, the ideas of it specifically. So this is a very interesting conversation that I wanted to have because obviously um, there is a lot of truth. I did an episode on it. Uh, I try not to talk a ton about it just because I find it fascinating, but I have noticed some of the pitfalls and I've noticed some of the amazing things about it. And I'm for sure going to lose some listeners on this one. And I'm oh, okay with that because I, I think that we, I lost a lot. No, I think that we need, <laughs> I need, we need to be able to have like in-depth discussions. And I have a lot of listeners who don't really give a shit about Q at all. So yeah. the reality is um, the thing that's concerning me about it and I do want to go into the positive things. I'm not here to demonize this or break oh, down. Oh, yeah, this no, that's why I even started off in saying I do think there was positive things for it, for sure. Absolutely. I'm not, I'm not disregarding that. But I do want, maybe we should actually start with that. <laughs> so <laughs> what, what are your thoughts on the Great Awakening as a whole? Because I wouldn't attribute the Great Awakening to Q or the movement. I personally had my Great Awakening separate before I knew anything about Q or all of this shit, I basically woke up to the reality of the fact that they are, our government's way more nefarious and there are world governments aligned together 
the 1%, the blah, 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 all that shit. I woke up to that on my own and started to see like how disgusting and evil it truly was. So my great awakening had nothing to do with Q, yeah. but let's just talk about the great awakening for a second. Like, what are your thoughts on that? What would you describe it as? Well, see now this might actually, this fits more with, I think the negative stuff actually, because I don't believe their great awakening okay. is actually all that. Um, I think you could say the great awakening is the same thing as a great reset. It can be the new Aeon. Uh, this is the part of the QAnon that I think is the bullshit in the Sion. Um, I do think they woke a lot of people open by showing them certain things, but in my opinion, I think part of it really, the majority of it is we're going to show you what we're doing, and if you don't understand mm -hmm. the way we're telling you what we're doing, uh, that's your fault. I mean, and that's what kind of goes along right. with magic too. Like I, you know... You're going to premeditate the Twin Towers and fucking, you know, the Simpsons and all these other things. You know, we, we told you prior, so now there's no karmic repercussion. I think, in my opinion, 100%, that's the whole thing QAnon is doing. It's just some, some people are not buying into the submissive part, so then it's a positive thing because now they're awakening. But they may not think that Q and Trump is going to save them, but at least now they see other stuff that they may never have seen before. Uh, my whole thing with the Great Awakening is that... Um, there's a chance for it to be a positive thing. But I think what, like, the Great Awakening, the Great Reset, Build Back Better, all that crap. People talk about a new Aeon going into a new Aeon. The OTO is big on that. They believe we're going into the Aeon of Horus or we're in the Aeon of Horus already. Uh, I think that's all the same shit, and it's from the people above us that want to push us into a new slave system, a new, uh, you know, Great Awakening. It's going to be a whole new world, but it's, we're going to be slaves. It's a instead of a great awakening, it should be like the great new prison, basically, in my opinion. So, um, so how specifically is it uh, prohibiting or, or stalling us from, you know, maybe fighting what's to come? How is Q playing a role specifically? Well, in our actions, in your opinion. Uh. I'm trying to think of like still to even talk about this great awakening thing tie into that uh well the the big problem I find with it is that it's well I'm trying to think of where to go with this I'm so sorry <laughs> no don't uh, even yeah, worry yeah. like for yeah, me I, I want I'll to try to make the like, most sense out of it to, you know to be totally honest with you that's the only reason why I'm trying to pick pick the right words well one um, thing one thing that I I'll just bring this up to get the ball rolling on it is um there are a lot of things that I like about it um, as far as it gave me faith. It gave me hope yes, it, and yeah. I needed that, but that's a very random thing that it I don't know why that thing, it could have been a million other things that happened to fall into my lap at that time when I needed to learn to have faith again. So I did find a sense of faith, but I've kind of grown past it in a lot of ways too, where I don't get anything from it anymore. And so that could have come, like I said, in many forms, but one thing that I will be honest about that I'm, I feel that it could have affected people negatively is this idea of trusting the plan that is yes, so fucking vague. Yes, um, yes, that's what it, that's, because that's I the problem. personally am like, if it's really up to what people take it as. So if someone says, trust the plan, and I love, I love my, I love my fellow people, my anons, my, all of this, uh, even if they misunderstand me here, but the reality is this, this idea that we're just cozy that we're just sitting here eating popcorn as though it's already no, one for us. Yes. Nuts. I believe 
And I'm, and then it's hard. Like, that's the thing where I'm like, okay, are you cozy or are you school board meetings? Are you cozy or are you calling your senators? Are you cozy or are you writing fucking letters? Are you educating yeah. people on the pitfalls and dangers of what's to come? So that for me is something, that's the first thing that comes to mind that I think needs to be addressed. And, the, and that's actually, I'm glad you brought that up because that's the best way, this is going to be the best way I could explain, I think, the problem with it. The Great Awakening is for the people that are trusting the plan. They're going to get fucked if there's enough of them, and they're just going to be sheep led right into this new system. Now, there could be a great awakening from the people who aren't trusting the plan, but have been woken up due to the stuff Q shined light on, and, uh, and have a pa- positive outcome. But I think if too many, I think, see, the whole thing and the whole problem is, in my opinion, that's going on right now in this world, and it's on both sides. The left is putting total dependence on government and total depends dependence on being a social justice warrior, bending the knee to every label, every type of uh, opinion and belief. You just got to love everybody and bow down to it and just conform. Uh, Then on the right, all these horrible things are happening, all this stuff with the government. We're going to throw in this kid shit. So now we get women in an uproar. Now we got more women political than I've ever seen before in my life. More women into (laughs) conspiracies now because you tossed in the kid shit. So now you got a bunch of people seeing that stuff, scared to death. I would be. It's fucking disgusting to realize this shit's going on, especially if you just recently woken up to it and wasn't even like, you know, like kind of eased into it. It was just like, now you're seeing it in your face and you believed it. That can fuck people up. That can be like, yo, what kind of world are we living in? You're going to get scared. So now Trump and QAnon being your savior so you don't have to get off your couch and do anything sounds great. So now you have people on both sides submissive to an idea. And it's all putting Mm. dependence on something else besides yourself. Mm. I mean, if you really think about it, we've we've been duped for how many hundreds of years of believing we need to vote in a slave master. (laughs) We've been duped into that. We're fucked already. Yeah. No, you're right. Like, that's a real... Here's the thing. If you're... Once you start learning to truly examine everything from a different angle, instead of like, oh, they're giving me two options and I'm going to walk down one of these fucking pathways. Once you you learn to like take that view, that zoomed out view and look at it all as a big corral for cattle Mm. that we're all just fucking following blindly. We have been given the illusion of options. You start to think for yourself and examine these things, you'd be stupid to stop thinking for yourself and examining things. And a lot of people like myself who were starting to wake up to shit like, oh my God, like the once you pull off the veil of what's going on in our society, there's some heinous, horrible shit yeah, that's no, going really on is, really that is. has been hidden from us. That's really one in our face mocking us. They like they're showing us that it's happening all the time in a way that makes it funny or entertainment. And it's disgusting. So this is going on, but then all of a sudden you're offered this hope and it's so wonderful and it's so easy. And that's why I think that like, it's interesting that you come from a situation where you were involved in a cult. I come from a situation where I was involved in three and I understand this shit quicker maybe than some. Like, I'm not going to say that I can't, I'm not falling prey to it because I fell prey to everything last year. I I I fell prey to I say that All myself too. I even say, listen, you know, and in like we, 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 <laughs> I, me and my, my boy Lux, we did a uh, seven episode series on the occult rejects on, on QAnon, on the QAnon psyop. And, I, and we both even said ourselves, listen, 
We fell for it too. We're not talking shit to like people really. You know, that that's not what we're doing yeah. here. We're just telling you like all the research we found and we're admitting that we fell for it too. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I'm better than anybody else. It's just at least don't fall for the dependence and uh well, you know, I'm like thing. you even like said the whole cozy like stuff it. too. That's that's in my opinion. And I, I wanted to get into this and I hate to cut you off. It's just that you mentioned it. No, you're good. And it may not be something that, that you even knew. Um and it this isn't this isn't even a plug for my show. On the occult rejects, um, episode four of the Order of Quatsicotal, you can go and watch it and see like the exact detail and I show you how I make all the connections. But um there was a uh a Mason a Shriner. Who has you have to be a mason to be a shriner? There was a dude who had a uh, adult website called like Adult Expressions or something like dot com. So you, th- I went to go throw that in to see you know went to the site. It was down. It was not uh, active anymore. Um, I think this person was associated with the Order of Quetzalcoatl, which is exactly why I was looking looking this person up. Um, I threw that website into the Wayback Machine. You go into the Wayback Machine, you could throw websites in there, and it will show you, like, screenshots if it happened to crawl the internet and crawl that site that day. It will have, like, a... You can go to it and see what it looked like five years ago. You know what I'm saying? So I threw it in there, and I was able to go back and look at it. And um, now, remember, this is a Shriner-owned website. At one point, it was a uh, porn site, obviously, by the name, I mean, Adult Expressions. Uh, later on, it became a straight-up prostitution site. Um, straight-up prostitutes, and it had your, your state and the area that you could look in, and it showed the women and how to contact if that was the one that you wanted to get. Um, down at the bottom of that page, it had a bunch of other links to it, and one of them was CozyFrog.com. So I was like, oh, shit. So now I went to CozyFrog.com. I clicked on that because I'm like, yo, that reminds me of Pepe, Cozy, you know, and a frog, you know. Mm-hmm. Clicked on it, uh, looked at it. I was like, this looks really uh, suspicious and shady. Threw that into the Wayback Machine. Was able to look at it all the way back from 2001. And what do you know? Uh, frogs all over the place. Porn all over the place. Uh, they have Cozy Academy. Cozy, uh, four or five other Cozy sites. And like even Cozy cartoons. And it was, uh, to me, that was Pepe back in 2001. And some people probably do not know that there is a Freemason god called uh jabulon and it's a three-headed god and one of them is a frog so in my opinion people are worshiping a freemason god when they're putting up all their cozy and pepe stuff (laughs) and people don't even realize it and and i and and, you know i've even had people tell me (laughs) they thought that that pepe thing was a meme psyop to begin with so i mean you know stuff you got to think about that look how much influence that fucking character has had in a mindset among people, could that have all really been ceremonial magic on people? Okay, so that's yeah. something I'm going to put and in and my it, and it was And it was on a site, too, that even had a link to child pornography site. So really think about that. Oh, yeah. People, people with that well, Pepe yeah. shit. <laughs> no, that's crazy. But here's yeah. the thing. Like, it, everything can't, um, to play devil's advocate, everything can be infiltrated. Everything oh, can yeah, be yeah. whatever. There's a couple things that are a little confusing, which is the media, the way that they're attacking it. But if I'm playing and like putting my intelligent cap on, I'm going to say they're going to attack it to give it validity. I don't fucking know. There's a million ways you can spin this. My thing is at the end of the day, the movement, there is, there is the phenomenon. And for people who don't pay attention to it, I don't want that.
them to get the idea that this is some violent extremist thing because it's no, not. No, no, no. We have to be honest and say there is nothing in the Q drops that talks about or promotes violence or yeah. a terrorist yeah. act or we have to say that because that most true. of my you listeners least give don't, them that, at least. don't know. We have to say that that's true. Like that the media has lied about it. Our enemy is lying about it. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's not nefarious, but there is a lot of positivity in it. There is, you know, have faith in humanity. There is where we go when we go all, which is something that we actually should be exercising right now. Yeah. See, so, you know, like stuff like just, that I can agree with. Like everybody coming together and standing together. Exactly. That stuff I can agree yeah, with. Yeah, like but like That's it's not but right it's now. not like, done on Instagram and Twitter. You know, when shit really no, no, does right. when shit really does yeah. fucking hit the fan and I'm 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 scared that I might soon, unfortunately. Yeah. There's going to come a time where people are going to have to realize, like, I'm not going to save anybody through a tweet. I'm going to have to get up on my couch and fucking do something. <laughs> I, I know. And, you know. And I'm including 100%. myself. I'm going to have to get behind this fucking mic and get be, you know, walk away from the fucking mic and go do something. Besides, you know, talk, talk online. I'm the same thing. Absolutely. So... No, you're, you're right. And, and that's the thing It's like, I wanted to have this conversation because we need to have a well-balanced conversation about it. And, and I want to talk about the positives of it. This isn't to demonize you. Like you might think worse about it than I do. I, my suspicions aren't so much with what it is because I think that symbols have no power unless we give them. Mm. So my thing is I'm looking at it. Like I can look at it and I cannot become uh, mesmerized by it to the point of inactivity, but some people are choosing to be, in a cult-like mentality to where don't worry, everything's going to be fine. Q's got it worked out. Just stay cozy. And they almost to the point where they laugh at you when you're like, I'm concerned about this shit that's going down. And they say things like, uh, we're in charge. It's all on purpose. So they're starting to say even dangerous. And I'm like, that's when I start to question, not whether it's legit or not, but the fact that these people are creating a situation where it is a cult now. And that's dangerous. And that concerns me because, you know, we, we have forgotten. We have forgotten our fucking part in keeping this country free. This didn't just happen by accident. There wasn't five people that secured our freedom and our liberty. There are many people who have died over the years. And we are in a situation where we're literally razor thin close to losing it if we don't fucking do something. And 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 I'm just, yeah, I'm in this place where I'm like, okay, if you tell me to, to stay cozy again, Yes, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not that, sure what the fuck you're talking about because I'm not cozy and no one should be. That's yeah. Uh, the whole thing, like, like you even said, like almost like a, a cult in a way. Like, um, I've seen, and and this was what you know really kind of one of the things that scares me too is like I'm watching like Christians and Catholics like basically almost trading Jesus for QAnon and Trump, and I'm like, oh, yeah. you mofo's are doing that? That's scary shit. You know, and yeah. seeing that and like you had said the whole uh, like trust the plan, I, I have never once, you know, and I probably whatever went down the rabbit hole in 2010 is I guess when I can say I really started to get into stuff and really woke up. I have never once since then have ever until recently seen some consensus with the uh, thinker or the conspiracy theory uh, you know, movement where they thought uh, the military taking over the country was a good idea. I have never once, ever, mm -hmm. seen that said until the last few years. Somehow, yeah. 
that has become some idea that that's a good idea. And I think that's fucking insane that people are like, oh, it's the only way, the military. Like, yo, do you understand what martial law is? Do you really understand what you're welcoming? And I've never seen people ever think like that before. So it's like, is that something that's part of their plan? How the fuck do you have people right. accepting that idea? That's, exactly. that's scary well, to me. I don't even know. Did Q mention martial law? Or was that something that people kind of? Because well, I know everyone well, was really. Obsessed I don't know with that. if that was really uh, ever purported or put out. They by did Q. say they might have said military they did say is the, the only militaries, way. But uh, yes. people well, seem to have is, taken the idea and thought that that meant martial law. And I saw plenty of people like okay with it. And I'm like, yo, that's scary. It, it is very interesting. We have to understand. Like, yeah. first of all, it's hard. It's hard because I'm back and forth. I look at Miramar. I, I look at places where your government is truly corrupt to the point of stealing an election. And I, I do want some kind of an intervention. But at the same time, I I personally am coming to believe that this is going to be happening with our law, that we need to, as much as our Constitution is barely holding us together at this point in time, I, I think this battle needs to be won with the law. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting to see because there's a lot of judges that are good. There's a lot that aren't, but I do want to say, I feel that when people say the military, it's this idea of our government's corrupt. So someone has to protect us from them. I do understand like the sentiment behind that, but I'm not sure that, yeah, that one's a hard one because I don't want to live in martial law as well. Um, I'm just afraid that like, it's something that once you turn the switch on, it's like kind of hard to shut off. You know, no, I agree. I agree. Know. And I, I, I think that this this really comes down to us. I think that it comes down to action. So I like I will bounce around if we like mm-hmm. <laughs> have more to say on that. But like I do want to ask what what are your ideas of like how we turn the ship around? Like what does that look like? The alternative to trusting the plan and being cozy. Um yeah. I think people have to start God. There's so many different ways. Uh, <laughs> stop giving into fear. Um, I mean, don't even watch the fucking news. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, uh, stop giving into fear. I think, um, you know, and, and I hate to even say it, even the conspiracy movement, my, you know, I'll even say for myself, I don't go on like Instagram or Twitter as much as I used to because a lot of it is, uh, I feel at some point you you have passed being informative and just feeding into the fear-based stuff again. And you're just, uh, yeah. and it's scaring people. And uh, I think that can make them act irrationally. Uh, I think that can change your whole day. Um, it can change your mindset. Uh, you could have maybe not have looked at Instagram and had a totally different day. Uh, you might have you know, had a better experience with your your family member or doing something at work. You know what I'm saying? Just stupid little stuff like that. Like, start getting back to, uh, I mean, you have to be kind of conscious about what's going on in the world around you. But I think starting to learn more of who you are, in my opinion, actually helps a lot. Um, Knowing more of who you are Uh, And being honest with who you are and getting in touch with actually your feelings and trying to figure out why you have them. When you start to look at that stuff, in my opinion, you will come to understand and know God more. And when you do, in my opinion, uh, answers and actions come a lot easier. 
Um, That's actually really beautiful. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, it's, I've I been mean resonating to sound corny because normally I don't say stuff no. like that on my show, which is a which is a reason why I'm glad that I wanted to record this because I knew this was going to be a little bit different. Um, you know, I do believe in that stuff wholeheartedly too. You know what I'm saying? No, I do too. Well, you know, I've been finding faith this last year. Like I was raised as a Christian like you and, you know, I went through some poor experiences with organizations, religious institutions, and um, uh, my 20s was pretty much fuck the government, fuck everything. Because I woke up at 9-11, my listeners know this, and uh, it just discouraged me so much to a point of hopelessness. And then my ideas of God were shattered shortly after that. So this last year and a half, I'm 38 now. I've been finding faith. It's been, when I say the awakening for me, I'm not referring to the same thing that you might mean. For me, it's a, it's been a whole transformation, kind of like what you described of finding myself and uh, finding faith again in something greater. And someone, I, someone said this to me and I keep repeating it, that every rabbit hole leads to God. And the more that I learn about life, the more that I learn about I like even that. corruption, the more I find my way to a higher power and a faith and a confidence in, you know, everything is going to be all right. And I know that sounds like very contradictory to what I'm saying is like, don't be a part of a cult or have blind faith in something. But at the same time, it's, I don't know how to describe it. I, well, I could say maybe it's for lack of Huh? Well, I don't really want to interrupt you, but I mean, I could say for myself from the experiences that I had with the OTO and ceremonial magic, it has definitely changed my life uh, forever. I could never look at the world uh, the same way I, I used to. But in through those experiences, I think I have come to have a better understanding and uh, relationship with a higher power or God because of that. Yeah, and because of the things that I, I have went too, through, and you know, and I could say that that was yeah. the positive thing I got out of a negative experience. That's sure. the thing is like you start to see when like the darkness and the evil shit starts to become more apparent or more visible to you. You also see the alternative to that. You see the life, you see the good, you see the fight in people, the human spirit, the, the love, the, all of those things that I attribute to, you know, you see enough miracles too. That's something that's happened a lot. Like I was really discouraged a couple of days ago, just, just the weight of everything was really heavy. And I was just really questioning, like, what the fuck is, is this even worth it? Why am I wasting my time? And, um, I just felt like I'm in an echo chamber, changing nothing, fixing nothing, that all my efforts are in vain. And, just all the people that just randomly showed up in my inbox out of nowhere, not even knowing what I was going through. Like you're on my mind. I'm thinking about you. Like you're, I don't know. I just got like this. And those are the moments where I'm like, I feel God. I'm like, when I needed it, these people contacted me. Some of the women that I've met during this journey. And I was just like, okay, yes. Like I just, I can't help but feel that, there is there is something helping. That's awesome. No, I like that. I like that. That's awesome. That was really good. But like what I was saying but, before with the the whole thing with like fear yeah. and stuff, um, you know, and then having the you know like we were talking about having I guess like some kind of relationship with God. Uh, I think the whole thing is like both sides are just perpetuating fear, and I think when you start to have more of a faith in God, uh, that fear won't work as well. 
Um, I think like if, you know, some people believe we're in some sort of type of matrix, you know what I'm saying? And these things, are, you know, trying to control us, feed off of, you know, negative vibrations and stuff like that, which I think is very possible. Uh, them perpetuating fear on both sides um, doesn't matter, I guess, who you're picking to save you. Just the fact that you're scared and giving that off, I think, is something that feeds yep. them. So not having that fear, uh, I think, is what helps. And in my opinion, uh, having faith in something greater than yourself and having a relationship with something positive and greater than yourself will help you with that and help you be more of a better person and know yourself too, you know? So between doing that and I think being a little bit uh, reasonable and maybe preparing for if something was to happen, uh, make sure you have whatever supplies or whatever stuff to defend yourself, whatever, may sound silly, but I think just doing that and trying to be the best person you can and not live in fear every day, I think that's a good step to try to change. You know, and, and that's for both I, sides, you know, the left and the right both need to stop yeah. feeding into the fear. Fuck whoever you, we think is going to save us. We just have to stop. We just have to say, fuck you no more. <laughs> this has got to stop. Yeah. You know, and stop believing. Or no. Yeah. Into it. I think definitely like dealing with your own shit is the very first thing and, and not perpetuating our own trauma and our own pain. And there's a lot of that this year. A lot of us are just on both sides are feeling just confused we've been through some shit together as a country like yeah, as a world yeah. uh it's been a crazy ride and the emotional roller coaster aspect has this like all kinds of emotions and i it's like none of this can stop until we really get control of our own emotional responses to shit and that's kind of what i've been dealing with in the last month not being involved too much on the podcast and all of that but i do want to kind of bring it back to some of the pitfalls sure uh, that we're facing as patriots. So I really love I, patriots. I don't know what else to call it. Yeah, us. I know, right? It's like, I don't <laughs> um, even know what to call people, it anymore. Yeah. I guess people who still love the country. Yeah. Like, because there is a divide that we have to be realistic about. There's people on both sides. But uh, those of us who are trying to find our way through fighting for our freedoms, um, I like that you brought up that we both are kind of feeding into the same fear. So let's talk about some of the pitfalls and maybe find some solutions as far as on the right or on, I hate the right, but you know yeah, what I'm saying? No, so like yeah. one of the things I've noticed is we're quick to share uh, a lot. Of, and I do it too. A lot of like constant traumatizing events going on rapid fire, like, yes, and, and the responses yes, yeah. that we're saying in the, the, same in the messages is the like, same thing. It's just like, oh, my fucking God, I can't believe this is happening. Like, okay, so that's something we're perpetuating. What are your thoughts on, like, well, that? That Living I can in agree our, with. In our computers. Um, one, uh, yeah, like rapid firing things over and over again. That's just like I was saying before with, like, uh, you know, Instagram or Twitter. Uh, you can find yourself pretty fucked up just going on there and, like, just seeing, like, all this horrible <laughs> stuff. But um, one of the things that I think has gotten bad, and, uh, again, I think this is kind of by design, there is a lot of stuff that I don't think people look at and research and just uh, assume it's true. Uh, screenshot it, copy it, save the image, and start posting it again. I think there is a lot mm -hmm. of propaganda. Uh, I will say right now, I think it might be worse on the right, actually, when it comes to social media. I think there's a lot more propaganda out there. Um, 
I would say even just not taking everything you see face value and maybe looking into it a little bit, if you can't pull yourself away from the shit, at least don't believe every single thing you, you read and see. Because I will tell you now, a lot mm -hmm. of it is neither, you know, half-assed correct. Some of it's wrong. Um, you know, so at least don't accept everything as, as truth because there is a lot of bullshit out there, I think. And a lot of it, again, in my opinion, is to instill fear and dependence on somebody because you'll get overwhelmed and be like, how could we ever fix this? Even us as a country, as us as people, we could never f fight this. We're going to need help. And then you fall into the whole slave thing again. You know, well, uh, you know what I see is a lot of like complaining and this kind and I, and I'm trying, I'm still in do in the process of doing, it. I do this myself. So I'm calling myself out. That's 100%. awesome. Great. That's great. Yeah. Oh, I have to like, in my opinion, I'm like, I'm waking someone up to what's going on, but am I like, I like those people are either gone or they think I'm crazy. So like, I have to look at it. Like there's a lot of even senators, like people calling this shit out but there's no solutions. It's like, mm -hmm. look what they're doing. Oh my God, look what they're doing. And we're all like, what are they doing? But there's literally very few people saying, here's a pathway or an avenue to how you can actually combat this thing. So I think that like getting away from this complain mentality, which we we're doing in the best of intentions yeah, to no, wake people right. up yeah. to it. But at the same time, like what now? What do we actually physically do? So that's one of the things that, you, you know, know, I'd have I to think say that we need to kind of fix. That was probably uh, one of the main reasons why I had started my show is because, like I said, magic. I, I feel like a lot of that is um, very psychological, and I think that it has like psychologically uh, magic right now is being done to make us like that. You know, because you had mentioned like, yeah, you know, that we have our shows, and like you said, like you know, at some point, like we're just kind of saying the same thing too, right? Um. I had, you know, I had started my show because I thought right now it's just a huge psyop going on from multiple ends. But like at, at what point, like you're saying too, I, at what point do we like, you know, this is like enough, you know, or like where do we exactly. draw the line too, you know? Well, and, and in my opinion, the, the drawing, go ahead. That's a scary, like, you know, it's like, like, should that have been done already? You know, sometimes I think that. Maybe that should have been yeah. done back when the whole COVID restrictions and shit came out. You know, is oh, it, it should is have. It, is but that, that's late, the you know? thing is like, yeah. I think that people have believed that this is normal for so long, but I think that momentum is gaining and a lot more people every day are like, oh, wait, they're fucking lying to us. Like, I think we're getting to the point where we're seeing change. And for me personally, I don't believe any of this needs to go to violence. We're not at that point. No, if I don't think so either. If someone's coming... No. Yeah, if someone's going to come to my house, if we get to that point, and they're going to be like, we're forcibly holding you down and putting something in your arm. Well, I'm going to, that that's when, you know, that's when things are going to change for me. But until then, <laughs> what I see happening is when someone is about to get fired from their job, that's the where we go when we go off. That's when it's time to rally that's when it's time to stand to go to that places of employment and to say no we are standing with this person it's companies like the film industry right now they're trying to force vaccinations and the like a lot of the men are banning together saying we're not going to do this so they can't oh, fire great. all those Good. people yeah. so in my opinion it's it's in the small moments that don't get a lot of glory it's at these school board meetings it's at these places of employment you know what i mean like for me this is how we shift it. 
Yeah, I mean, I think by uh, saying no. Yes. You know, and and I I, I swear, and it, it probably sounds you know this very David Ickeish, or even just sounds silly. But if people were just to say f- no, or just to go and yeah. show up and just say no, we're not doing this. Like this is this is part of this is I think something that was part of the plan, um, part of QAnon, possibly even Trump. Uh, look at how many people would go to his rallies. Supposedly 50,000. I think one supposedly 90,000. I don't know if these numbers are true or not, but that's a shit ton of people. What if half of those people didn't think that, oh, we got to, uh, we need to go and see this dude who's going to tell us that he's going to fix everything if we vote him in again? What if we don't believe that guy and just go straight to our capital, straight to our governor's house, and just say that, stand there with signs and say we're not doing it? No. Half those people. Yeah. If you would have gotten half the people that went to a Trump rally to go to their area, whatever building they got to go to, or whoever's, you know, area or house even, and just stand there and do nothing, no violence, and say, fuck you, have those signs that say, fuck you, we're not doing this, I don't think this shit ever would have gotten as fucked up as it was. We were made to believe, we were made to believe, or some people believed, that we need somebody else to do it for us. I think the biggest thing is believing that we don't. And then people will start to get more active also. That's a part of it, yes, but I mean it was it was it was Uh, great to see people stand together like that, believe me. It was beautiful. But I just think like if we had our priorities changed, it might have made a difference. Absolutely. And that's the thing, is we we do I'm I'm in the middle on this one. So as far as the reason the camp the campaigning ahead of time before the election in my opinion was knowing it was going to be stolen they told us it wasn't a secret and showing us look at how many people show up at the drop of hat we needed to see it to understand and we saw biden with his circles and like well it was a catch 22 really you're right because then it did because it really did show people like it's had to have been stolen there was way too many people there well yeah that's part of it but then when we do what you're saying we did that we did exactly what you're saying. We showed up on the Capitol and we said no and look what happened. Yeah, so they taught us yeah. this big fucking lesson of if you show, this is what happened. I went there. They're going to show you because uh, I was there not because I needed to see Trump. I was there because I knew what was happening was wrong and I wanted to be one of the people fighting for and against what the fuck was going on. And by fighting, I meant standing there and using my voice in a peaceful way. And that shit got hijacked. And they're still calling us domestic terrorists right now. So what oh, what but- happened is what, you know what I mean? It had this intent, this effect of, of now we're terrified to stand in numbers because all they have to do is infiltrate it. And we've proven to be so nonviolent over the last year and a half with everything the fuck went down last summer. <laughs> and like... And we have just used so much restraint. And the one time we show up and use our voice, we are still to this day being demonized. So we're at this point where it's like, I think people don't know what to do next. And if we do organize and show up in numbers, they're going to do that same shit Yeah, it's got to be done so quick, yeah, because if they have time to plan. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. That's why I'm saying like small moves, like small things within one company stand up for one another. I think like you said, even going to the schools, I think is a great way to start. Huge. And it's happening. That's the thing. It's happening. Or or town meeting. Small stuff like that is huge. Because now you're trying to nip it in the bud where it's really being pushed on people. 
and then just go up the Absolutely. ladder and start trying to, you know, go farther and farther with it. But like you, you even it said really with the, the whole January 6th thing, I had a friend that I was on his podcast. He was there too. He got popped and uh, the feds arrested him after the fact. Months after the fact. That's Is he still, is he still? Uh, he's dealing with the, the bullshit now, but yeah. I, I it's think, I think hor- he even stopped, it, I think he stopped his podcast and everything. Yeah, him and his... Uh, it's, yeah. Yeah, just out of nowhere. One day, I think they got in touch with him and said they wanted to talk to him because they knew he was there and uh, got fucked. Did he even go inside? I don't want to get in. <laughs> They're saying he did. I don't know if he did. That's the thing is a lot of the people that got arrested, there's 400 people. There's no way 400 people were inside. And they're, it's yeah. it's political. It's disgusting right now. We're dealing with a situation where we're being threatened. We're being told, like political opposition to the dictator uh, administration, whatever the fuck you want to call it, is now being called terrorists and threats to our nation. So yep. we're not allowed to speak. We're not allowed. To, we're in a situation. And obviously the writing on the wall is clear to many of us. But when I saw that stuff this that is just why. came out recently <laughs> about, about calling like people who talk about the election of COVID as domestic terrorists. If they really start cracking down and censoring, like if all of a sudden our shows just get pulled off because we're talking about this stuff and stuff really does get bad, I think at that point, that's going to be a decision that people are going to have to make because now you're being it's told getting, like, like, it's like you can't bad. voice anything now. You know what I'm saying? And no, like at that point, the only, way, the, party. the only way you will be able to reach anybody is from people seeing us doing it because we're now you're not going to be able to hear <laughs> us. We're not going to be able to talk about it on the Internet. You're going to have to physically see it out in the streets yeah. now to make a difference. Absolutely. No, it is getting scary. And that's why I don't know. I think it's important for us to strengthen ourselves as a community. Like I've had some time to think over the last month and, and I'm realizing that my, I'm not necessarily doing much good and trying to wake people up to the shit that they don't see anymore by like disproving the hypocrisy all the time. I'm realizing that my heart is pulling me towards encouraging people who are fighting and also having in-depth conversations, even if they're difficult, to call out things within our community that we can fucking better. Because yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to be in a cult again. And that kind of brings me back to I want to circle back. Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> I want to circle back to I'll be Jen Saki since she's on vacation this week. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'd like to come back to your recent. Uh, post and it's such a small simple thing but it was kind of incredible to me the response and i think that this is worth discussing because i don't know the backstory but you must have called out q before this post right because all I, i'll just tell you what i saw i saw you say oh there's times uh, when i, I lo- I'll, I'll, I'll post i'll go on like a you know i'll just post some fucking crazy shit yeah and it's okay. because it's so because you, I'll be reading tons of shit, and I'd be like, "Yo, do people really believe this?" And then I, I just fucking lose it and do stupid shit. <laughs> well, that's okay. We're yeah. all, we all do. Yeah, so, no, I'm just being honest. I'm being totally honest. But the the one that I caught was you said something like, "You know, I've lost all these people just because I'm not. Uh, let's just say I'm questioning you." Yeah. So. Um, and the response I saw some people were within that I know within the community or whatever. I saw some people like good for you for saying this, but damn, that's ballsy. Or I saw some people like saying they agreed with you. And then a lot of people calling you a shill, saying they don't follow. And I'm sorry, I really hate the word shill. And it's so funny. I have to tell this story. I told one, I told my best friend who's a liberal 
a while ago, I made a meme that was like, it was Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. So they're, they're twins. And on one side, it said liberals calling out everyone who doesn't agree with them. And it said, apologize. And on the other side, it said conservatives calling out everyone who questions the narrative. And it says shill. And he laughed, but he goes, I showed it to him. He laughed. He goes, but what's a shill? And I was like, they don't even like, this is unique to our community, this word. And it drives me it drives me fucking crazy. Honestly, this idea that if you question things, shills are a thing. Let's be honest. There's people who capitalize off the movement. Oh, and I yeah. Talk about that. That's what drives me but nuts because every- I'm like, I'm like, this has cost me money. I have not made a dime off this. How exactly. Could you call me so a shill? Sure, let's just. Let's just talk about the true nature of the word for anyone listening real quick on my end. So an actual shill within the movement is someone who is like, oh, Trump has popularity. Q has popularity. Oh, what the fuck ever. And then they start being like, everyone listen to me. And then they start selling T-shirts and a bunch of shit and making money off of it. That's a shill. It's someone who doesn't give a shit about our country, but who knows they're trying to funnel people to their page. Now let's talk about people who question the narrative being in show. What are your thoughts? <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, listen, I mean, they, you know, this is the whole crazy thing that I don't understand. I mean, a lot of times even the community will even contradict itself. It's like, well, you know, there's, there's no coincidences, you know, or question everything. <laughs> I'm like, well, question everything except for this. And then when I see things that don't make sense, uh, those aren't coincidences. But the but the ones that you want to tell me about are coincidence. You know, it's just like <laughs> so. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, so ask that again. I forgot where I was going with that. Actually, I don't know. I'm just what your thoughts with the oh the, the whole shill thing. The yeah. word show. Um, I think I think it's used really quick um, by people that are probably propaganda artists in the Q community. Um, I do believe there are accounts. I've even seen them. God, you know, I wish I had saved the thread. I had found a, a thread by a, a couple of people a while back ago um, on Twitter that were Q fans at one point and then started pulling all these tweets from all these different huge Q accounts showing how they all pretty much rapid-fired the same fucking thing around the same time. It's just that, you know, they weren't... They, <laughs> they kind of almost didn't have the same followers. They were just bigger in different areas. And they were like, yo, did you, like, you people don't even realize, like, this shit is just, like... This is probably bots, to be totally honest with you. Some of them, I hate to say it. Um, so it just, it blows like, it's just fucking, I think those types of accounts have come up with the word shill to um, basically almost the whole thing that's going on now. If you're a conspiracy theorist, you're queuing on, you're crazy. Uh, if you don't right. believe Q, you're a shill. I think the people pushing the bullshit submissive Q stuff came up with that for people who don't believe, you know, and then they're all, and then their own fans, yes. And then their own fans will use it to cancel out people that don't to, yes, create division among people who want the same fucking thing, which is insane. I want the same thing as somebody who's a diehard Q fan. Well, maybe I don't, maybe I'm not sure about Trump. But I don't want what's going on right now, and I want something different. I but we both want freedom. We don't want globalism. We don't want communism. We want choice. I'm ho- totally for that. But where I'm not gonna, if if if, if I got to stand next to a Q person, a diehard Q person, and then stand in front of the fucking White House to demand our freedoms, I don't give a flying fuck. 
But that motherfucker might think I'm a fucking asshole in the enemy because I'm not for QAnon. It's <laughs> a whole fucking exactly. crazy thing. Well, no, and then let's think about and that it it sows division and it weirds me out when I see it. I when I see now, okay, I have to say this too. When people say their justification is you're you're bringing negativity, you're a doomer, you're basically oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've had splitting, someone tell me splitting the party. I've had people <laughs> tell me that like uh, I don't know, one time I think it was like somebody made like a post and I was just like I was just like uh, kind of like a an awakening type thing and I was trying to explain saying that like when people really really do have these magical awakenings, it's not as fluffy as it really is. And people maybe shouldn't think that either because it can be pretty fucking heavy and serious to deal with. And uh, because it was like on a, a fucking Q, a Q account, I guess, uh, I was bringing negative vibes. I must have woken up pissed off, uh, all these fucking crazy things. And it was all about like all this negative vibration. And I'm like, come on, like, you know, get over yourself with this shit. I mean, you just, it's like Seriously, at, at, at it's some un- point it's just yeah. slang. It's slang in badges to wear. I mean, that's I hate even saying, like, I'm fucking red-pilled, in my opinion. All that is is a badge for you to wear. It's your version of social justice warring. It's your way of getting attention. The left gets it with sexuality. You want to get it with your wokeness. It's the same thing. You're begging for attention, and you're begging for acceptance. You know? And it's Absolutely. getting played on both sides. No, and sides. that's the thing. There is an element that, that to play devil's advocate, we have to bring up that... That basically saying there's no hope we're fucked is very counterproductive. And I think that anyone who is saying that is giving yeah. up and that energy is dark. And but I the see thing there's is, that hope in the numbers right. of us. I don't see that's the difference. I say there's hope in numbers. Exactly. People think there's hope in one person. That's the that's the difference between me. That is. And that's I'm the not thing is there's like, no hope. We have to just <laughs> Yep. We have to distinguish the difference between being human in this experience, which comes with anger, frustration, emotions like this is it's not inauthentic to be honest about questioning things, about being pissed the fuck off, about questioning Trump. Like I everyone you are allowed to think what you want about Trump, because at the end of the day, you just describe what you're what your passion is for freedom to preserve this. And we're anti-communist. We don't want to be slaves in our own society. This is something we all have in common. This is some I, something I have to think about, like the farmers where I live. We hang out with all of these farmers. And these people, they were pro-Trump. They are not in this fight, per se, as far as digital battlefield and all this shit. And if you told, they don't know anything about Q. Are those people, should they be excluded because they're really affected by what is going on right now. And they are distraught over the state of our country. They are a part of us. Mm-hmm. They don't give a shit about Q. They're not doomers. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So we're, what we're doing is we're splitting hairs by going within to anyone who is on the right side of history, which we are. And we're saying you're not good enough because you're not bowing down to this magical deity that nobody knows what it is. I'm sorry, but nobody knows what it is. Nobody, not a single fucking person. There's a million beliefs as what it is. Does it matter? Do you have to square allegiance to Q or to Trump? No. Are you, you'd be a fool not to question Trump. I personally love the man because of what he said and did. And because I have an affinity for his personality and for the way that he calls out corruption. I am all about him, but have I questioned him? 
on a weekly basis, absolutely. I would be a fool not to. You know, to I, have I, that I, in my mind. I had made a, a I had made a post once. What the hell was that? Uh, I had made a post once about <laughs> <laughs> oh something popped up on my on my computer. I made a post once about uh, you know the whole thing with you know I said people shouldn't forget or something to this effect that uh, you know you should really look at the fact that Operation Warp Speed is the reason why we have the vaccination and who was behind that. You know, um, and I'm not going to I'm not trying to get into that whole thing. But like, you know, people should maybe take a look at that. Trump is the reason why we do have the vaccination now. Um, people, you know, of course, QAnon fans got pissed off and, uh, you know, shit on my whatever the post. One of the crazy things, though, and I think I wanted to just touch on this because this shows you the division still what people will tell themselves to keep the division going um, and to not question him at all, which I think is what's dangerous. Um, somebody had said the, to the fact that, well, he had to push it out to expose that it was, uh, fucked up. And I said, so you're justifying Operation War Speed by telling me Trump needed to poison millions of people and show the world and possibly kill them all to let them know that this vaccine is no good. Is that what you're telling me? You're justifying him poisoning people and killing them to let us know it's no good. You, you've accepted that as making sense. That's twisted. That's not a way to expose something. You don't go, let me kill millions and millions of people to say, oh, look, this isn't any good. No, that's, that's part of the, the, the plan. If people tell themselves that much and believe that much, that's, yeah. this is like, damn, really? So like, there's, there, it's hard. Yeah, it's, no, it it's is, it hard. Is. The thing it is, is, it is. I, I haven't even settled my brain around this one because, uh, it's I, too I hard to even think about. It. It's too hard to think. One, I'm not willing to say that he hasn't done anything wrong. That's insane. He's a human being. Uh, I can see both sides on this one, though. One thing that I can see, I have to say, is. One, the vaccination, if it didn't come out, we're in a perpetual state of lockdown forever. And the vaccine was eventually coming no matter what. So no, I had, would have. I'd even thought just to, to deal with less political shit. It was just like, fuck it, whatever. You know, the that's, thing, that's what the well, people yeah, want. Almost, I'm well, going to give it they to would have. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it could have just. Well, no matter something what. Like that too. People were going to get the vaccine. Yeah, no, like, people wanted it anyway. 100%. People were yelling for it anyway. So, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, yeah. I, at that point, if I think I look like, at it, people still would have screamed for it if it would have came six months later, probably. So, a hundred percent. And if yeah. I look at it in like the art of war tactics, like because I do, I know we're in war. We're in fucking war right now. It's psychological. It is. We are under attack. We have. Uh, we're completely infiltrated at this point. Our government, like we are, mm-hmm. in a state of war. So if I'm looking at it in that way, I can understand why. Bringing it out now, getting us out of lockdowns quicker uh, was good for a vaccine that would have come out anyway that people would have rushed and begged to get anyway. Yeah. So I can see that they would have definitely impeached him 
um, if he would have told the truth about vaccinations. I will say the man was very outspoken about it since like 2012. He's not a vaccine person, but I don't know what all goes into that. Am I yeah, justifying yeah, everything? Yeah, the whole, the whole COVID thing, I mean, and the vaccination thing, we'll never know. It's like, hard. The fuck the, yeah. It was a weapon on, it was an attack. It was an attack on our world. So am I going to look at that and say, I justify everything he did? Absolutely not. But am I going to say it's complex? Yes. So for me specifically, I think that you're right. Every time that something happens that Trump does that is questionable, this quickness to be like, well, that's a part of the plan is like, it's naive. And I'm not going to jump to the other side and say it was nefarious. I'm going to say it's fucking complex and we don't have to justify everything. It's okay to sometimes say not picking a side is the best thing to do. It's just exactly. being like, you know like, what? You- I'm not sure. And I, I can't go with it. That's it. You know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, yeah, like what, like as far as your experience, like just what inspires you to be in this community and to tell the truth, which you clearly have a passion for. You're doing a lot as far as like talking about it online in a podcast. What inspires you to be honest, even when it's unpopular? What is your motivation? Well, you know, and this goes back, I think, to stuff that we were saying before. Like, um, you know, I don't think people understand so much that like, you know, I want to cover stuff with magic and occultism and expose it. Um, besides the fact that I do believe it's a huge problem and it's uh, it's a very psychological thing. Um, in some ways, it was done to me because I stayed involved with the OTO for that long. I must have been under some kind of bullshit fucking idea thinking it was okay. Um, so I've experienced being manipulated myself. So I know how serious it can be. Um, I've had my own real magical experiences that have shocked me to the core and has showed to me, um, what's very possible with magic. And that can be very scary if you're a piece of shit person. So I think I, I like to try to actually get that voice out there and let people know that, um, you know, a lot of the stuff that I think that's going on right now is all kind of an attack on our mental psyche. You know, it's all forms of, I mean, it could be like 20 different psyops going on right now for all we know. You know what I'm saying? It could be done from the government. It could be done from secret societies. Who knows where they're all coming from? But I do think there is like this cloud that's coming across the country that's just like infecting mindsets of people and it's being done on purpose almost. And uh, from my experience, I think I can hopefully uh, convey that to people in some way to, to where maybe they'll realize that we're being uh, attacked with our thoughts. You know, I think it's huge. I love that. That's exactly yeah. how I feel. That's exactly yeah. how I feel. Like, I, like they said, I they're not going to have to pull a trigger. The trigger may not even have yeah. to be pulled. It's all in yeah. the mind. It really is in the mind. And it, it's, it would be ridiculous to think that it wasn't set up against us on many forms on both sides. This yes. idea that we're all looking at like the Biden administration and the government and all this shit, like, Oh, these are the enemies. And then obviously like we're, we're more infiltrated on our side than anything. Like I'm, I'm more skeptical, skeptical. Is that a word? Yeah. yeah. Skeptical. skeptical. Yeah. It, it sounded weird. When I said yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah, did I say that right? I'm more leery. Yeah, right. I'm more leery of people telling us what we want to hear. And 
one thing that I like just in my experience, like I've learned so much over this last year and a half, I came over to a different kind of political side because I started paying attention, you know, and realizing, cause I was, I was a liberal a year and a half ago. Like I was literally like, no, this happened like 20 years ago. I might've been a completely different person then about all this shit. Yeah, I might've might been one of those just, assholes out in the streets. I, I easily could have been back then when I was really young. Oh, same, same. Yeah. I understand their side too. Like, and that, like the whole thing, but I came over to this and then I was like, Oh, you know, look at all these passionate people on the right. They're amazing. They're not what I was told that they were. They're not racist. They're not all the shit. <laughs> but then I was like, I was like, welcome family. And then I started to learn how many people are infecting this. Like, and I'm not talking about like my friends that I interact with daily. I'm talking about these huge accounts and these people on YouTube with their streams, like telling everyone this fucking grand story about how we're going to have Nasara Jasara and we're going to, with for those who don't understand, it's basically this pipe oh, dream, in my opinion. No, that was another in one that, that worried me. That worried me a lot because <laughs> that, that they seem to have thought that that idea could just be done overnight. And I'm like, oh I'm like, you're like, like you do not understand. Like, you like, you realize, like, if it's done overnight, you're waking up to not owning a damn thing anymore. So, like, <laughs> I guess people are just going to be robbing to fucking stay alive because mm -hmm. not, you can't yeah. do that change overnight. That would take, uh, you know, some time. But people, the thing, but people were thinking, like, oh, this thing's thing. just going to roll in next week. And I'm like, yo, that's going to be total <laughs> chaos. You'll think about if, if 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 the U.S. dollars do, doesn't exist anymore now, how are you paying the bank your your mortgage? Well, you can't because you don't have money. So now we'll take the house because you haven't finished paying it off. It would just be total no, no, fucking madness. Everyone's gonna have free money. It's everyone's gonna madness. have an equal amount of money. That's and then socialism. Everyone's gonna quit their job. <laughs> it's socialism. Everyone's gonna quit their job, and then and anyone who like I don't want to go into this. Sorry, anyone yeah, who doesn't yeah. know what that is, just. Go ahead and go down the fun research rabbit hole of Nasara Jasara, and you'll realize. But this is something that was being spun by all these people who are capitalizing off the Q movement. To be fair, it wasn't from Q. Yeah, no, I think you're totally right, though. That I think people capitalized off of that, for sure. It's insane. Like, yeah. they're like, oh, here, by the way, everything's going to be great. And they're going to. And I know people. I know a person who is not paying taxes for a year because they believe that. There, no, there, it was their electric bill or some shit. And they were like, because Nusara. And I was like, you're in some shit. Like, <laughs> I was like, when conspiracies go wrong, motherfucker, like, <laughs> tell that to the IRS. Anyway, so like, I'm, I'm watching these people and they're like, by the way, buy all my silver coins. And, buy, and I listened to these people. I was like, oh my God, not only did I realize the world's fucked, but now there's a salvation amazing and then obviously i grew the fuck up over the last year and a half and and it's just that thing where i'm watching when when you're not allowed to question things and this isn't the majority of people but there's a small group of people with their little henchmen like let's go get the person who's questioning shit let's go cancel them and i'm like i'm sorry it's the left now it's no fucking different yeah, yeah. oh that was something that i had gotten at one time with i think one of my posts too like like you'll you'll get canceled just like the left does just because of that stuff. hundred percent. It's yeah. insane. And I'm just like, and we're leaving out so many rational people like grandparents and people who don't know about like, come on, you guys. Yeah. Like, I think it's a beautiful thing. And I do want to like, let's just talk for a second. Like 
Our community is amazing. There is a love that I I can't even explain the support of one another, the hopefulness, the optimism, the passion for fighting for our country is beyond. It's a beautiful thing. I, and I, I don't want to paint us in a light oh, for sure. yeah. of some of these tendencies, but it's really important for me that we sharpen ourselves and that we don't fall into these negative patterns of that's what they want. They want us all. And I hate they, whoever they are, this darkness in our, this darkness in our world that, that desires to overcome the light, the good freedom, all of the beautiful things that humanity is supposed to exist as it wants us in fear and chaos separated. The, the more separate and segregated and divided we are, the easier we are to control and, yes. and it's just something that we have to be careful about. I agree with that for sure. I will say, uh, since I've started doing podcasts, I have come across and met some like really awesome people and it is nice to know that there's a, there is a lot of shows out there, that are, you know, like a little community all doing the same thing, you know, so that that's hope right there too, to see that. Absolutely. You know? Cause a lot, you know, there's some shows that like, I, you know, I, I keep in touch with people, you know, and we talk on the regular now and we do like, you know, we, you know, going on each other's shows and stuff and it's, it's a nice little community to be a part of, you know, to see people really all, all want the same really thing, is. you know. We do. And yeah. and we have our part to play and everyone has their part to play and everybody's a piece am, of the puzzle. I'm just we are. We absolutely yeah. are. And I'm all about like, let's be better. Let's be better. Let's like if we fall into negative patterns, let's course correct. And I'm willing to throw myself on the altar to maybe make someone think a little different. If that means I'm the person's gonna set myself on fire, you can <laughs> throw me away. You can like I'm fine with it. I will never live in a state of fear about what I can or can't say. And if we can't even you know, question our own yeah. community, that's so then funny, yeah. what the fuck good are we? You know, and so <laughs> That's it's funny that you said that because I will admit when um when me and my friend ended up putting out that series on QAnon, um that was not our intentions to actually do that. Um uh, we were looking into uh other orders prior. We were covering the Masons and the Shriners. They're inner orders of Freemasonry, Free uh, Masonry. Um me and Lux both had thought that there might have been a, a Q sire. We had already believed that there was like maybe something behind that, but we weren't sure like how it connected. And uh, we eventually came across the order of Quetzalcoatl why we were researching the other two. And we were like, yo, like we started seeing some things and we're like, yo, this kind of like uh, seems interesting. And I was like, yeah, maybe it's something we can cover after this. You know, it's, it definitely seems interesting regardless of even thinking of QAnon. And the more and more we started looking at it, we were like, yo, I remember me and Lux at one point, I think we both like kind of like almost hit each other up about the same thing. We were like, yo, uh, this seems to be kind of going towards QAnon. <laughs> like, like one of us, like, it's like, I think we were both waiting for the other one to say it. And I was like, fuck. And he's like, yo, what do you, what do you think about that? I said, you know, listen, if we think after we dig into it, that that's the case. Regardless if people want to hear it or not, if we're putting out a show to expose people being manipulated, I don't think it's right for us to pick and choose who we're going to point the finger at. If we want to be honest and open, uh, even if we're Republicans, yeah. we're going to have to still point the finger to keep this side in order. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't. 
I got to point, you know, if I see it, I'm going to point it out no matter what side it's on. No matter if it sucks, if it sucks for me to admit that I bought into the shit, you know, or if it sucks to yeah. lose followers because they don't want to listen. But if it's something that I believe wholeheartedly is hurting people or manipulating people, I'm going to put it out regardless of what it is, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and even within it, um, so it's like with, with the Bible, a lot of times, like when I was, I was questioning the Bible in my twenties, like I would have to use the Bible to help Christians understand some of the hypocrisy and even within to use Q to help people understand, you know, thinking for yourself is, is the biggest thing promoted. And, and that, that doesn't mean think whatever Q says, mm. like <laughs> if they're going to say like, always think you thinking for yourself is their greatest fear sheep no more. Yeah. Um, but we have to include everything in that. We can't be a sheep to anything, including Q. We can't be, yes. we can't just be a blind follower. And I understand the comfort and the coziness and like having someone tell you everything's going to be okay. But there's a difference between being a doomer or a doomsayer and being a realistic human being yes. and understanding yeah. Yeah. that the, the outcome of everything that goes on in this life is going to happen based on our actions and our choices and what we decide. It's like countries fall. That's a reality. And to think that it's like, oh, hey, there's this huge problem. We might lose America, but don't worry. We took care of it already. Just grab a bunch of fucking popcorn and <laughs> yeah, eat it for a couple no. years. And like, and I don't think that that was the intention to be fair of Q. I don't know what it was. I don't think it was necessary, but the one thing that I can't get around is, is latching onto this trusting a plan. And mm. I believe that we are, we are the plan and people are like, well, that's what Q meant. Okay. Well, Q didn't say you're the plan. Yeah. So you're once again, trying to make Q responsible for a logical conclusion that you came up with. How about you own it? How about you use your own logical critical think thinking brain <laughs> and understand that like you don't have to give credit to Q. You don't have to give credit to Trump because you have a passion for your country because you don't want to see it fall. And also if you don't get off your ass, that's one less person that's going to get us there. So I just, I hope that people pay attention to their gut. I do think that type of uh I do think that is happening, though. I mean, just from people that I'm seeing, and mm -hmm. more people are listening it to truly me. Is. So obviously, they must have, you know like what I'm saying, and I try to say the same thing. So I do think there is more people that are uh, starting to just you know question everything. I think that's the best thing to do: question everything. I agree. Know who you are and have some sort of relationship with God. You know, don't give don't give in. So to what the gives fear. you? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So what gives you hope moving forward? What are the things that make you feel encouraged day-to-day? Uh, -day? Um, doing my show helps. I mean, I feel like I'm trying to do a little bit of a part of it. Um, finding more people, I mean, like yourself and like other shows that I'm meeting, you know, um, knowing that there's other people out there, other uh, people that I can listen to and learn from. Uh, I do see that also seem to be happening just on like uh, social media. More people, I think, are kind of going away from uh, that we have a savior and starting to realize, like, you know, this might, the people might have to do that. And, and now just seeing that mindset start spreading on social media and whoever's watching may realize, like, shit, stuff may not go the way we want it to go. And we may never have to, but at least people showing that they're willing to could even, 
you know, make a change. So the fact that I'm seeing people, uh, I think online too, and just like people, I mean, even personal people I know. I mean, I even know Democrats that are even like, yo, this shit is retarded now. I mean, <laughs> I, I've seen like my, you know, relatives that I have or in-laws that are, you know, definitely Democrats are even like, yo, this shit with the masks and the vaccination is out of hand. And even they're like, yo, this whole social justice shit is even retarded now. Like, I'm finding Democrats saying that. So, I mean, that, that's a hope. Oh, you yeah. Know? You know? My, my, <laughs> my most liberal uh, ever, like, far, far, far left friend knows that this shit is out of control. They're yeah. like, wait a second. Why is it the government is saying one thing, like they're forcing this vaccine thing, and then they're noticing that it's not working. And they're like, why are they still forcing it? And they're even noticing the woke shit and how it's gone too far. And this is probably the one of the most woke people I know. <laughs> I'm literally like, oh, yay, yay. Like reasonable people are starting to understand. And that's another thing about getting in, involved in cult mentality is it's one dividing us within our little sect of society, but also like how the hell are we supposed to cross that divide and have relationships and conversations with people who will never acknowledge Q or Trump and shouldn't, they don't even have to, like, how are we going to get to that point where as society, we are truly coming together. If we can't talk to anyone who doesn't entertain the idea that Trump is going to save us, mm. you know what I mean? Like I, I love the idea I would love for that to happen, but, um, you know, this is a real life experience we're in. And so I love that people on the other side are starting to see it. That is a huge encouragement to me. Yeah. 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 For sure. Big time, big time. And I think that we need to almost get ourselves to a point where we're outside of our phones. And that's something I'm trying to figure out right now. Like, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to reconcile how to take this into real life, you know. And I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not no, fully it's, it's sure. Yeah, I know, I know. And it's a hard step sometimes to do by yourself too. <laughs> you know what I'm it saying? Is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> At this point I'm writing. It's like, am I'm I gonna be the only one standing out in front of some place with a sign just sitting there like this? Because it's like it's like how do you even yeah. start something? How do you even like really like hit to the streets and get your voice heard without like starting a problem? You know? What I want to see happen, like I, I keep bringing it up, what I really want to see happen is local community stuff. So I will say my next step is we have found some people in our city and in our county uh, via Telegram chats for whether it be the audit or other things. And we're starting to meet up with other people. So we're in text message conversations. We're going to start going to dinner and like getting us together within our community. Uh, just simply because if someone has a problem, we need to rally us to be there for them. Yes. There's like a, I said earlier. There is a thing, and, and I need to make it to one of them soon, and I've been seeing it going on, and it's been building up. Uh, I wish I remember the account's name. Um, there's this chick. I don't know if she runs it, but she always does like this sort of rally for or whatever, and they, they almost kind of do it like the same date uh, across the country. Um, and there's Telegram chats for it. And it's been building up, and they've been doing more of them. And it's been going well. And uh, I see that actually as being hopeful. You know, people are, are, you know, protesting, peacefully protesting, either against, like, the jab or, you know, whatever other bullshit that's, you know, going on. But they seem to be uh, having Telegram chats, and more people are showing up. I've been noticing the last few times I've seen it. 
So like, like you, you said, notice, like, like people, just in general. Yeah. I mean, I try to post it every time there's one for New York. If any of your listeners are from New York and you want to just add me on Instagram, whenever I do see one from New York, even if I can't make it, I do post it up so people can see it. You know, I think, I I think yeah. And I'll put been, that, I'll put the telegram. I always put the telegram chat in there too. So, um, yeah, it, it's been growing and, uh, it's been working out well. So that's something I think is hopeful. I love that so much. Can you just go into New York a little bit? I'm in California. You're in New York. We're both in like the shittiest uh, situations here. Can you tell me like what it's like there for you? Well, the area that I'm in, I guess uh, I'm really not in the city city. Um, I'm in one of the boroughs, but I'm not in Manhattan. Uh, Luckily, I mean, it's a, I really didn't see any, there was no riots and no protests. Uh, But I can tell you in certain parts of Brooklyn in the city, um, Shit did get bad. I mean, probably stuff that wasn't really even televised. I mean, there was, like, buildings destroyed. Cop cars with just mad stuff thrown through the windows. You know, demolished, pushed over. Uh, It got pretty bad. And I think, you know, I think a lot of that was all done on purpose. I think that was part of a psyop to get people going about the whole George Floyd thing. And I think it deterred a lot of people from actually going out and, I guess, protesting against what was going on. Um, But I think now, like I said, I have seen people organizing stuff and it's been going pretty well and growing. I think that it's uh, very possible for us to do something uh, that might work out well peacefully. You know, because a while back ago, I will say for myself, I was not comfortable going out. I had wanted to go and protest because I, I am ready to do that. But it was just like, I just felt like that there was something that was going to be done on purpose to fuck it up. You know what I'm saying? And I'll be that dude that's that's not going to... I'll be that dude and I'll be the one who doesn't like just stand by and watch people... Like, I'll get involved and I'll get in fucking trouble. You know what I'm saying? So I know, like, maybe I'm a little bit right now better off, like, uh, just, you know, putting what I do on the internet instead of going out and getting in trouble. You know, but I do believe now I think it's... uh, I feel comfortable if if I had the time, I would have the last two times they did it. I just couldn't make it. I wasn't even in New York, but I'm comfortable with leaving and going and doing something like that now though. You know? So No, that's good. And I think yeah. there's wisdom in, in staying home during the heat of it. Like we have to be very careful. I'm I'm not a big person. I think person. it wa- I think I'm, what they wanted to do was drag more people out and make that a hell of a lot worse than it was. I think it could have been a lot worse. Exactly. A lot worse. And well, did you see the LA one, the video that's circulating of uh that's total fucking staged. Like I saw that Yo, video I and I was that just too. like Oh, it is. I like really thought Do that. you know anything about do you know anything about the color revolution? No. Okay, look into the color revolution. Um one of my favorites is Millie Weaver on millenniummillie.com. Oh, I used has to listen to her actually. Sci-op. Holy shit, I used to listen to her. She's great. Ago. She did one called Psyop the Steel, and it's all it goes in depth on January 6th. And you'll, you will see uh, they wear the color revolution. She t- describes it, something that goes around. It, it's been happening all over the world um, in different countries. Soros backs a lot of these. But basically, people wear different colors representing different things. So that's why you have Antifa is the red and black. Proud Boys are the yellow and black. Black Lives or Wait, is yellow? What's Black Lives Matter? I think they're yellow. Black and Black and orange. I don't know. But anyway, if you go. Oh, Antifa's black and red. Antifa's black and red. I think BLM is black and yellow. 
I think, yeah. Anyway, they all have markings. So January 6th, she goes in depth where you see they have tape on their arms and shit of different colors. Proud Boys, all of these organizations working together in all black. And that's how like they all had it set up. And that blew my mind. I'm not saying everyone that is involved in these things is aware of this. And I will say, to be fair, both Black Lives Matter and Proud Boys, I think there's good people who are involved. But from I, I the think, top, I think people could be beginning manipulated and don't even realize it and think they're doing something good. Absolutely. That's, that's what I think and would be more are. the case, you know. Exactly. So if you and like even the the leader of the Proud Boys is an FBI informant. Like, come on, you guys. Like, people just there's good Proud Boys, but the, the organization, in my opinion, is bullshit. But anyway, if you look at the uh, look at the video of those guys fighting in LA, and you can see the tape, uh, the different colors from the Color Revolution. Oh, and I mean, shit. it's obvious just looking at it. It's like, oh my god, they were basically trying One to. Guy I think they're to trying to put out this idea of civil like, war. Come on. I know. It, the whole thing looked like almost like a dance. Like, I was just like, this is so fucking organized. No, like yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like almost a, like choreographed, right? Yes, yeah, it was almost yeah, like it started yeah. off choreographed. I was like... Yes. <laughs> but if you, yeah, if you look, I think they're trying to give off this idea. They're trying to promote a civil war. They want us to, like, they're like, look at all, like, Black Lives Matter is fighting MAGA. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. My ma- Anyone I know that is that is pro Make America Great Again is peaceful. <laughs> and probably a veteran like (laughs) come on they are not going to go hit the streets and fight some whatever but i I agree with that yeah that's that's what they're trying to do i don't know like i think there's wisdom in staying home because they definitely they want a crisis scenario they feed off of it like literally anything for ratings anything to put civil unrest they love the summer of love they all promoted that shit and fan the flames of it, trying to get it as violent and as awful as possible. They were trying to antagonize patriots into going out into the streets I totally and being think violent. That. Yes. And we wouldn't. And we didn't do it. 100% like, think that. So I just think it is very careful, like being very careful about going to protests like these days. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like one of those things where it's like, what do we do? And I, I like I said, small mo- motion, standing behind people. That's where I can get behind where we go when we go all. Yes. Someone in your community needs support, show up for them, you know? I mean, it, it goes as to this where it's just like, you know, let's say if they wanted to do lockdowns again. All you have to yeah. do is just say no. If everybody kept their fucking store open, you couldn't stop everybody. Now that was, nobody had to do anything. Nobody even had to go out and protest. Nobody even had to get hurt. People just saying, yeah. fuck you, no. You know what I'm saying? Just something, exactly. but I mean, that takes a lot. I mean, even if you, I mean, I would even say, even if you got probably like 20% or 30% of the stores to say, screw you, we're staying open, that would make a difference. But, you know, that's hard to pull off. But it is something that's simple. You know, it, it does not have it to be, simple. does not have to be radical, it does not have to be violent. It's just basically you just ignore the dictators telling you what to do. (laughs) Exactly. Just say no. (laughs) I know. I know. I know. But I mean, it's a lot harder, but still, but still like it's sometimes just not doing anything. Not complying is good enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's those simple things like it's it's I don't wear a mask. You know what I mean? Like I. I walk into every store during the height of it. And if if every store has a sign that says, don't wear a mask and people just think that sign means something, half of the stores don't fucking, they don't follow through with that. So you walk in and and the employees are like, hi, how are you? Like, 
they don't give a shit about the sign. So it's just testing it out. And the ones that enforce it, I, I leave. I don't, so I will never yeah, support them again, yeah. ever. And it, it's literally that simple. It's, it's voting with our money. It's uh, standing up and saying no. It's having the willingness to start a confrontation, a verbal con- confrontation with another adult human being who's trying to, you know, dictate the way you should breathe, the way you should allow certain things to enter your body. You know what I mean? Like a yeah. lot of this is, is I don't think people understand they're being told that they're going to be fired if they don't get the vaccination. They can't fire but everybody no if everybody ca- said no. <laughs> No, exactly. No one's calling the bluff of the companies. And I heard about someone recently uh, telling a story that their wife, I guess, was told months ago that they were going to have to get it. Otherwise, they'd be fired. So she got it. She's still sick from it. Okay. And then what happened is they finally came out and said, okay, well, like so many people didn't choose to get the vaccination. So we're just going to move forward. So the people who chose not to didn't get fired. And the people who chose to didn't want it. The ones that didn't want it still got it. And it's like, if you would have just held out a little bit longer, if you like, I'm not hearing about tons of people getting fired yet. I'm hearing about people being threatened to be. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. That is true. That is true. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just like, just say no. Like you didn't even try to say no first because of what? Sometimes I even think they'll throw something out there that they were like, we hope people will go with. But then if you actually don't do it, yes. But then if we don't, they just won't push it. I mean, Look at, I mean, you even see there's certain politicians, AOC, I think she's a perfect one. She's never done anything, but she will get out there and come up with this crazy (laughs) shit to say, stir the pot, get people going, get people yelling about some social justice shit, and it never goes anywhere. All it does is rile people up and get them scared and aggravated. You know, sometimes I do think some stuff is just like that too, but then people just so easily accept it. Like, well, now you're screwed now. We're going to run with this. You know, yeah, like some things exactly. I think just it's, from ignoring, we could actually stop from going anywhere. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I'm hoping that people are starting to get this through their heads, but you know, it just says a lot. We're a very kind, uh, go with the flow kind of po- population society, whatever, yeah. you know, we're just kind of like compliant. And I think that it'll be interesting to see where it goes, but I really love this, this conversation. Yeah, I thought Is there it was anything great, yeah. else? Is there anything else that you want to like touch on before we wrap up? No, I think that was pretty good. I mean, uh, I'm, I sure, I'm sure we'll be talking again because I'll definitely have you on my. No, show absolutely. Go, besides, well, besides I, putting this, I just, that was a really good show. I really I'm had thankful. a good time. I agree, and I'm thankful that you came on because you know I saw this like attack because you're questioning something, and I'm like, yeah, but there's no in-depth conversation. People are just like unfollow, unfollow doomer ship, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, this is bullshit because I've said similar things and I wanted to give you an opportunity to actually explain Thank you. what I the fuck you're that. thinking. And <laughs> clearly everyone should know after this conversation, this, this person is not a doomer is not trying to bring negativity. It's actually quite the contrary. You are a freedom loving yes. human being who, who well, has, who wants us to be our best, healthiest, most, most sane, close to God's selves, and you are very much in this fight. Yes. And that's what doesn't get seen in these quick cancellations of people online that is see, very frustrating. So, because yeah, I see, you know, there's like difference of like, see, uh, the main thing with me, I guess I would say, is like, you know, a lot of people will talk about the actual uh, physical slavery 
that we're looking at trying to be put on us. I think the big thing with me, and like you had even said, like, you know, one of the reasons why I have, have my show, I like to focus more on the mental slavery that I think people are trying to put us into. Because that if you can pull that off, then you don't need to put anybody in a jail cell. You know what I'm saying? So yep. that's all I try to do is just try to show, uh, you know, maybe just look at what's really going on, you know, mentally, you know. That's so beautiful. And honestly, I'm glad you brought that up. I just want to encourage people to one thing that I've realized through this process is I think part of the reason I'm not afraid is because I have dealt with the fact that I'm going to die like a long time ago. And I have had to do it every year in a new way. And this year I had to do it. Oh, if I die of a virus, if I die by the hands of the government, like let's take it to the extreme, most extreme point. That's kind of my way of dealing with any fear. And I accepted it and I made peace with it. And, and there's something about that's huge growth right there. I'll tell you that. Well, it's how you conquer fear. It's, it's that scene from V for Vendetta when she accepts the fact that she's going to die, but she will not fucking bend a knee to compromise her fucking convictions and her integrity as a person that she is truly free. And when you count the cost, and you decide that you are willing to give your life for what you believe in, whatever it may be, that's when freedom happens. Yeah. And I well, love be that, honest with that you brought that up. I'll be honest. And I, yeah, you know, I'm not promoting yeah. magic or ceremonial magic, but during my practices when I was, uh, you know, I will even say you saying that right there is actually something that is huge for a magician. That once they can get over that fact, they can have breakthroughs and experiences. Um Regardless, when it comes to magic, I think just as for a regular human being, learning that and accepting that is huge and can change your life for for the positive. You know what I'm saying? Is being able to accept that, that, like, you know, this this place isn't permanent. You know, it's just an experience and it's going to end one day and it's going to be okay when it does. It is. It is. And whatever people believe about the afterlife, like yeah. for me personally, it's got to be better than this. Know, it's got to be better than this. I, <laughs> I've heard too many. Like I, my thing is, this is exhausting. I love it. It's beautiful. It's fucking wonderful. But there's a reason when people are on their deathbed that there is a peace and a willingness to go. They're not like fighting, kicking yes. and screaming as they're transitioning. They, they have an understanding that, okay, it's time. And you know, I'm not afraid. <laughs> so makes you a little more ballsy in this actual here and now. Like, yes, and you will find you know, it. Like what, you what said, you? we'll find freedom in that. You're 100%. 100%. Right. Oh, this has been so wonderful. Thank you yes. so much. And I know we will do this again. Will you just tell everyone? Obviously, this is going to be airing on yours as well. I know. Yes, yeah, putting out like this uh, next posting, week. But, but oh. please let me know. Let everyone on my show know where they can find you and your podcast and everything. And I'll put the links below. Thank you. Uh, yeah, actually, if you can, when we're done with this, send me your link so I can add yours to it when I put it up. Um, I will. Your, your people can find me at uh, the NY Patriot. I am on uh, YouTube, BitChute, and Rumble. And then I also have the Occult Rejects with Lux. Uh, that we kind of go a lot more into detail with, like, series and stuff. Um, that you can find us at the Occult Rejects on uh, BitChute, Rumble. We got kicked off of YouTube. And we're on Gab TV, and um, both shows are on all major podcasts as well. So you can listen to it, too. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. So, everyone, definitely go. 
I did too. Go yes. check out your Patreon on Instagram on all the platforms. I will link everything below. Thank you so much. This was a Thank much you. needed conversation. And I just hope everyone can open their minds and not get locked into uh, cult mentalities because you're you missing go. out on a lot of great people and conversations if you do. There you go. <laughs> Very right. Awesome. You have a great day. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you.